Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast, where we listen into a group of rural firefighters as they give their opinions on the challenges they face both on and off the fireground. We release a new episode every week, so please hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating, and share this with your fire family and friends. Now on to this week's episode, where as always, we ask the question, are you DTFF? I think we're starting a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) To the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. My name is Carl, and I am, as you can probably hear, sick. Um, But tonight, in the sick box with me, I have... Stay over there. (laughs) I have five members of my fire family. I have Ash. Hello. I have Rob. Good evening. I have Kev. Hello. I have Scott. Hello. And I have Mr. Spence. Hi, Carl. And uh, tonight's going to be kind of just a short episode. We're just going to um, we're going to go over a few bits and pieces on something that happened on a recent call. Maybe some things just to think about because um, this is our Christmas Eve episode, and it is also our twentieth episode. So um, we're going to start this evening though by <laughs> discussing a little bit of news that Scott you got for us, which is kind of odd, first time of year at least. Oh. Three minutes odd. I have news. Well, there you always got news. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, wildfire in December in Canada, <laughs> which is odd because uh, we were talking about all the wildfires in uh, California over the last month, few months, and uh, that's not that odd since it's fairly warm in California at all times. Um, but up here in Canada, they're and actually even higher, farther away than we are, way up north. Near Edmonton, there is a uh, 400 hectare fire. I mean, it's out now, but for a while there, it was actually uh, out of control. And uh, just an odd thing to happen in the middle of December. You guys just remember any having a wildfire in the middle of December? No. Other than we get Can't calls say. sometimes. We yeah, get yeah, wildfire. We've got small ones, say. not 400 hectares. No. Didn't yeah. we, get, we got a call the other day saying much that there was a, <laughs> much, much there was a wildfire. Yeah. I remember a grass fire in February. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How big was it? Uh, How many hectares was it up? It wasn't hectares. <laughs> just a small grass fire. <laughs> um, hectares? I, I think uh, part of it was, it was wind-driven, so 100 kilometers an hour winds, whatever that is in miles. I don't, um, what is that in miles? What? 100 kilometers is how many miles? Oh. 55? 50? I can't drive 55. Wow. John and Blake. It's quite fast. It lasts. Uh, for it's many, many miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to, to drive a fire in 60. Sorry. 60 yeah. miles an hour. So I don't know if it's climate change or what, or if it's just the fact it's a freak of nature. You know what they should have done? They should, have, they should have done what, yeah. what Sweden do, and they go and rake their, they go and rake their yeah. forest. I heard, that works. <laughs> I heard that works really well. Yeah. They should have done that. Was it Sweden? I don't know it was. was it Denmark? Yeah. It might have been Denmark. In Sweden, they have they build like Ikea things, so they would have like an Ikea. Could have been Denmark. Yeah, Ikea, right? Ikea, I, I, Ikea, Ikea fire break. <laughs> <laughs> They're all out there with little, uh, fire and little uh, Allen wrenches. <laughs> the fire break together. <laughs> We're all gonna die. <laughs> Why? There's no screws left. They didn't give us any of the three hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, so that's uh, <coughs> that's it. Is that wildfire in December? Yeah, that's in Canada. That's an odd one. Very odd. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna move over here a little bit now into um, backup plans. We recently had a call um, last night, and uh, some some oddness occurred, and uh, we ended up having to change some plans. Straight garbage. Yeah. So yeah, Kev, do you wanna you wanna take that? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I was like super pumped sitting at home, and tones drop, and we get a. Uh, code 3 lift assist and uh, I'm just coming back from my back injury and I've just been cleared by the doctors and not to, not to lift people yeah to, <laughs> well, that was, that was, I'm sitting there like ah, should I go I could totally drive this one this is great and so uh, so yeah I bust down to the hall and get here and there's already quite a few people here it was kind of like oh I don't think I'm gonna make it and I'm watching everyone's getting their stuff on. I'm getting my stuff on, run to the truck, and everyone's jumping in the truck. And I go around the other side. I'm like, oh, there's no way that driver's seat's empty right now. And get a little bit closer. I'm like, oh, perfect. Jump in there. And just like so stoked, ready to go. Turn the key. Truck fires up. Right out. <laughs> and that's it. Nothing. Try again. <coughs> Nothing. So, yeah, our truck was not going anywhere not tickety boo no definitely not <laughs> <laughs> why it's worth the jp yeah, yeah. <laughs> shut up that's what he said <laughs> jp said that a couple times usually it's tickety boo yeah, <laughs> in this case it's not tickety boo <laughs> so. that was rescue three yeah yeah so yeah everybody kind of <clears throat> piled out of the truck and jumped into another truck and i run around the corner and Rob's already sitting in the driver's seat. <laughs> so, so so much for my my first callback. Still still waiting. Yes. Yeah. So backup plans, I guess. I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Luckily, it was a. Uh, luckily, it was a lift assist, not a rescue call. Even though our, I guess the truck we took had rescue has some rescue tools on it, but it's our secondary truck for that sort of deal. So it wouldn't have been optimal. It wouldn't have been optimal um, for some rescues that we would do. Um, ropes in particular, because we have a lot of rope gear on uh, our rescue truck. We have a lot of, uh, well, you obviously have a lot of extrication gear on our rescue truck. Um, we probably could have got the job done on, our res on an extrication, depending on how complicated it was. But we'd have needed yeah, we, cribbing. We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to be adding, I think, a lot more to that truck in the next little bit here. And why that is, so... That truck's outfitted basically to pop a door. I think that's about as far as you can dive into it. It's got these um, struts on it, though. That's at least something. Right. That's yeah. unit two. <coughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're right. I didn't figure about that. But having some cribbing is going to be a must. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we could do a little bit more, but it is light for <coughs> sure. So to have our main rescue down, um, what we ended up doing was robbing a lot of equipment off of that and outfitting our uh, secondary engine with some additional rescue equipment. Did you do that before heading to the call, or you did that when you go no, back to the station? No, that was after the call. Yeah. yeah. So <coughs> because it was just a lift assist, and it was not just be a lift assist, but it was not a rescue. So there was no tools required. It needed to get people out there. We could have taken the bush truck and got the same, you know, 
the same response done. Uh, it was manpower that was required. Um, so once the uh, once the engine was back in quarters, uh, a, a group of us pulled stuff out, outfitted the uh, the second engine with a lot more of the rescue equipment that we we now need until that truck is fixed and back back in operation. I thought I heard the eight is back. No, is it? <coughs> Semi. Kind of. Um, look at me. <laughs> I, heard, I don't know. I heard it come over there. I heard it fire up this uh, evening. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So backup, backup plans in this instance, we, we outfit, because we're, we're lucky enough that we've got multiple engines, mm-hmm. we outfitted a secondary, our middle vehicle, let's say, yeah. for which is equipped for mm-hmm. both kind of, you know, fire as well as rescue, um, as opposed to an individual purpose. But we we out, we outfitted that a little bit more with some of the stuff from our rescue truck, so that we yeah. had that backup in place while mm-hmm. it's down. And I assume it's still that way yeah. neck. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah really, I was thinking about it actually this afternoon. It it is one. Um, the rescue truck is one of the few trucks that doesn't have a like a real counterpart to it, because every other truck we have has a counterpart to it. Kind right. of like the forestry truck has a counterpart, being the officer mm-hmm. truck. The two engines are basically identical. <laughs> They have counterparts to each other. Um, tenders have counterparts, but the rescue truck, it doesn't really have a. Always, other than two. Yeah, but that's it, I always kind of saw two as the. But it doesn't have ropes on it or any of that kind of. Yeah. Stuff on it, so. Um, <clears throat> we were talking. It wouldn't take much for us to grab the, the basket stretcher with the rope gear we would need, if we heard it was a rope call, mm-hmm. and slide it into the <clears throat> pump deck or put it on top of like the hose bed just for the ride out there. Chuck it on the bush truck. Yeah, or chuck it on, yeah. onto a bush truck and, and go for it. Yeah. Yeah. You got those. You got the coffins on top too. Is that right on that one? We're assuming that rescue's down. not rolling. Oh, yeah, yeah. rescue's down. We're yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So backup plans. I mean, in that instance, obviously we we had something. Um, I mean, manpower. Luckily, was the only thing they needed for there. But can you imagine if this was a this was a smaller outfit and their engine just failed in that situation. I guess the only thing you can really do there is fold over to mutual aid. Really. <coughs> Roll a tender. Yeah. If you're like us, we have a tender that can pump a fair amount of water. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, send a forestry truck with manpower and a tender and still kick a lot of ass. I guess just that it's because I know I mean, I've been here a while, so I know kind of the other aspects of those vehicles. But if there was a first group of guys coming in and they were new guys, not necessarily everybody knows. It's not something we train all the time. The secondary uses for every vehicle um, be in the case, like for the tenders, for example, actually pumping <laughs> off of the tender. Like if you were going to go off and try and use that to actually suppress for a while until maybe mutual aid came, it might be something that if you do have these situations, you might want to look at training portions just for that specific thing. I mean, not the weed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. we have in the summer. Yeah, you might have been away. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we usually <coughs> we usually run the tender. Um, I mean, there's not, other than having stretching two hose lines, it's not really going to be too complicated of a fire attack. I mean, there's no fans on it. There's no halogen bars. Not, there's nothing that all. <coughs> it's going to be a <coughs> defensive attack for the most part because there's yep. only three SCBA on that truck, on the tender. Two. 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 So, I mean, you're not going to do a long um, interior attack, for sure. Yeah. 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 
you know, and question comes to mind is it kind of opens our eyes when a truck goes down and we have to take equipment off of that truck and outfit it onto another truck for the time being until that truck is fixed. What do we pull off our secondary truck? What do we keep on there? What do we swap over from our rescue to our secondary engine so that it's outfitted in case we need to use it for a auto extrication or a, a rescue of some sort? Um, also, with the equipment that we're pulling off of that truck, how necessary is it to be on that second engine? Um, how long has it been on that truck and never been pulled off as well? Like, we have a portable water pump that it's, maybe gets run <clears throat> once a year. I, I think when that portable pump gets used, it's mainly used for, like, mop-ups. That's the only thing I've ever seen us use it. Is we, we pull it out if there's, a, if there's a water supply around, like a swimming pool or something. We'll pull it out, run it through that, just to use as our mop-up while the truck, when the engines go home. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> it may be something we could potentially put somewhere else. And we have we have another one on our first bumper, do we not? Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, also, I think we have some. We don't have a portable pump on unit two. Maybe just pull it off. Oh, really? Was yeah. <laughs> it a fan? No, it's definitely a pump. <laughs> and a fan. Okay. Yeah, we have a fan and a We didn't pump, pull yeah. it off, but yeah, there's... Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's also some other tools on there that um, that we were looking through that we don't really haven't used in quite some time. Yeah. Some, like, port power stuff and some pretty old-school things. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know, like... I know some of the old-timers might be like, oh, that's what we used to use in the old days. Well, we don't really train that, so... <laughs> a lot of that stuff. And is it worth training to maybe use, or is it just, is it better to have the truck outfitted with a little bit more gear, pull that stuff off, and rely on the tools we always use? Because mm -hmm. uh, we could literally keep everything we've ever had, yeah. and just keep getting better <laughs> with the trucks. Well, I know. <laughs> Which sometimes I look, at, I look at our rescue truck, I'm like, there's a lot of stuff on here, and for new eyes, three quarters of the stuff we maybe use. <laughs> we tend to pull the same stuff pretty much yeah. every time. I mean, but the thing is, when you get into the rescue situations, it seems there are. Well, you, it, want the, yeah. you want those extra pieces. You want that bag of tricks mm -hmm. yeah. to go to. Okay. Uh, so, <coughs> kind of into that. We use two as kind of our backup to five, no? Or like our. Two's like the backup to one and five. Yeah. One and rescue. Uh -huh. um, so, it would make sense to have a little more rescue stuff on five. Like We would. do have it as kind of that one. The um, like if five ends up way down Rescue. in our area, mm -hmm. yeah. then we should have that here in case we have another rescue call yeah. on the other side of our protection. Which is kind of what it was designed for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's lacking a whole lot of basic stabilization. Is the big yeah. thing. That's stabilization lacking. was big, and maybe some ropes. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. we have rope problems. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe it's something we look at. And yeah. uh, I was also you know back to that hose bed we were talking about. Um, you know, we got that off our hose bed. Is and we have some uh, hose um, racks downstairs, like they're trays, hose trays. From mm -hmm. I was thinking, well, if we put some hose in those trays, that would basically be only be half a bed worth of hose. Maybe put some stabilization stuff on, up on top. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. Stuff that's out of the way. Not gonna use it very often. I mean. Mm -hmm. I think again, it comes back to that point that we we've, we've made a couple of times now over a couple of episodes of just take a look at your trucks you know i know we're doing it with a critical eye and we've got plans for that stuff in the new year but 
it's take a look at your truck's time it's that time that you know you want to be making use of all the space that you can and again you know maybe you've got stuff that's just sat around that hasn't been used well it doesn't have a use but maybe like rob said maybe there's there's pumps maybe there's things that are taking up space in cabins and cubbies that could be easily thrown on or brought out if needed for clean up and mop up not necessarily urgent on the call at the time Scott. well part of me <coughs> thinks like if we were a smaller compartment could we get by with a lot less gear you have to if you're smaller department. Mm -hmm. You're gonna get you're gonna get by with really basic stuff, whereas we have a fair amount of stuff. We have a lot of stuff. We're spoiled. Yeah. Um. You know, you look at the, so. our our buddies to the south right now. Their truck is too small for all their stuff, so they have to actually keep their a lot of the rope stuff separate mm -hmm. in bags and stuff. I'm not saying we do that, but um, maybe we we probably can't get by with a lot of the stuff we already have on our trucks, but right. we have to just be. Mindful. Boom. <laughs> Drink. Mindful of how much stuff we're putting on, how much we're taking off, what we're doing. Um, but yeah, a lot of stuff just sits there. We never, we never look twice at it, and then no one ever asks the question, "Why do we have that on there?" Just because it's always been there. Yeah. Other than now, we are starting to. Correct. I think we can utilize a bit of what they do down down south, though. We talked about it back on our. Uh, writ episode when we talked about doing some like a regional writ where we would have a to-go bag or a bunch of gear ready to rock for something like this if this situation ever came up again or like we talk about a stretcher blah 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 we could have I mean we, we have next to our hall uh, it's attached but you enter outside um, a big storage area we could have a to-go stretcher with ropes and gear just in there ready to rock so you're not trying to take something off of another truck it's like an additional ready to go deal well the other thing that could be used for is uh rescues that are up in the hills yeah throw that in the back roads that we potentially could still go to you know cars <laughs> trucks went off into the ditch mm -hmm. but on like a forestry road mm -hmm. where we can't we won't go to or something yeah. as well yeah yeah so, I mean, having everything in a basket stretcher would be not a bad idea. Because that's what we used to on our old, old rescue truck. That's why I remember correctly. All the rope was in there? All the, ropes, me, all the rope was inside the uh, basket stretcher. Everything was inside the basket stretcher, and then the old rescue truck, we just take that basket stretcher right out, and everything would be in there. Yeah. Now we have everything in different shelves. Mm -hmm. And not to make you guys groan too much, but we oh, could totally in grown. a <laughs> secondary incident where we need to be pulling stuff off of trucks to go to a mountain rescue we could be initiating a search and rescue at least for their ropes and baskets if we had to now is, 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 is ready <coughs> i don't understand why we're groaning uh, first, first suck <coughs> are you saying we're gonna sar it up well no i mean like utilize them for I mean, ropes, the sars right, right now <laughs> <laughs> It's all our stars, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Sharing is caring. Yeah, I mean, us doing the, the extrication, but using them to do any ropes or basket step where we've got a truck tied up and we don't... Oh, call them to help us. Yes. Oh, okay. that's that's what I mean. Yeah. Not like... Oh, yeah. Use them... And I'm sure that... Uh, yeah. 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 I see what you mean. But, you know, as in a, in case. You know, we might well, have... I think they're always in, in case. Yeah, keeping them in, in, in the back pocket is... Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. As a just in case is great. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of our rescue truck and taking that out on calls and whatnots, 
let's say we had that call the other night where we're heading north of town. It's a ways out of town. Uh, still definitely in our, our district, but uh, it's, it's a, a definite stretch out. If we had to take a secondary <coughs> unit out to that call, I know we've gone back and forth on what we would take next. So what is our station protocol? So our rescue truck goes out. We've spoke, we do have two engines, one of them strictly firefighting, one of them firefighting light rescue. What is our protocol on the second dew truck on that call? There was actually some discussion last night whether we should have took the rescue truck. Mm -hmm. Some guys were like, Why'd you take the, why would you take the rescue truck anyways for a lift assist? I'm like, well, I always thought we take it because you never know what kind of lift assist we have to do because it has all the ropes and pulleys and etc in it that we can maybe jerry-rig something because there's been a few times we get like someone's fallen into a she fell into a um, crawl space busted her hip so we had to jerry-rig some rope stuff up to get this person out so taking a firefighting engine to a lift assist didn't doesn't seem something we want to do so there's that first of all um, I think it should be a rescue truck because it is a form of rescue I don't know that's just me and I think it's me and a bunch of other people. Uh, maybe not just me, but me and a few other people. Um, I feel any anything like that, it's fairly consensus that we're going to take the rescue to yeah. go on a call like that because it can do everything. Yeah. It can pump water. It can rescue. It can rope. All, all that stuff. It is it, pretty risky. It, it's really, it's very small on water compared to, but if anything pops up, it can touch base on Everything. And I've been on very few lift assists where the person catches on fire. Right. <laughs> very few. I haven't been here ever. No. I haven't been here that long. <laughs> but I've ever seen somebody catch on fire. <laughs> and there, there has been some calls where we've gotten information about an assist for ambulance, and we've gotten there, and we're the first ones there sometimes. Right. Mm -hmm. So. And it definitely has more we, medical gear. Yeah, we do have more medical gear on there as well. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's the first truck. Great. That knapsack. What do we take next? Just depends on the call. I think it's all. A lot of times, it's kind of left up to the officer. You're leading right down that path, aren't you? Because mm -hmm. typically, it's always been one, then two, or one, then tender for a fire, and it's always typically been five, which is our rescue, and two, which is our secondary pumper that has the other rescue tools in it. Now you're going to say, well, what if that second rescue call comes in and it's on the other side of our yeah. expansive territory <clears throat> but I'm going to answer to you that you've got a manned rescue truck turn the southern bitch around mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's going to take just as much time to... yeah. Yeah. yeah and if we're looking for manpower I mean if it's just manpower only you could use the forestry truck yeah or you can send the other pumper one direction and the yeah. push truck the other direction whatever with manpower whatever manpower you've got yeah. I think a lot of the time I don't know fully if we have we don't always have all of the information left right and center right like we don't know the a b and c of what we have to do when we get there uh -huh. and sometimes we all we literally get is this is what's going on like go here because there's this and yeah. it's like wildfire and we turn up and a tree's on fire but someone's controlling it or we turn up and there's a massive thing we have to control so we don't know what we're going to so being prepared for everything's always always has to be the case uh -huh. always has to be the case and, and i <coughs> what i read Something about like if you have too many rules, you can never do too. You'll never be able to do anything. Whereas if you, you know, if you have a little leaning on like, it's ne it's not always this way. 
like it's you know hard and fast rule we take this truck for this and we mm -hmm. take that truck it's if we leave, kind of leave it up to the situation and we roll with it and i think we've rolled with it pretty good yeah. for since the 20s <laughs> <laughs> but, but since this fire department opened it sounds like we've always our guys have always whoever's been on at the time there is always we've always rolled with it and then at the end maybe later after we're doing a debrief oh we could have probably taken this truck oh yeah we could have taken that mm -hmm. truck yeah. and then usually the officer's like well this is the reason why i asked and yeah. that's one thing we have to trust them to be there because they are the eyes on scene to know what they probably need right. yeah and they're the bosses yeah yeah right what they ask for should really be what yeah. happened what, yeah. What yeah for sure yeah. and i mean why i did ask that in this setting i know there was a time where there's been question like uh, many years ago i'm not many because i've been here many many years but a few years ago where there was it was less of the yeah you know whatever that officer decides is probably the right choice and you don't really hear much about it and everybody's happy because as long as we're taking the proper uh unit first the secondary truck is kind of not an afterthought um and there may be some reasoning behind why ever that officer said that. But I do remember there was a time when, when some officers could have gotten scolded for maybe taking the wrong truck. We don't have that issue whatsoever now. I feel everybody's fairly confident. But, uh, yeah. I don't know if the, our listeners out there have... Uh, I, heard a, sorry, I heard a funny story from Spencer. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> well, let me tell you a funny story. <laughs> so I remember my first, my first car fire. Uh, comes over the pager car fire and I thought oh neat car fire and what rang in my head was car so I put my gear on and start trucking over the rescue truck thinking well car yeah I was going to do something with rescue this car from some fire yeah <laughs> so uh, another member that was just was on a little longer than me Kimmy says uh Hey, uh, why don't we go and take this uh, pumper because the car's on fire <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. <laughs> so, of course, we jumped on the pumper, not the rescue, to go and Put the car rescue up. this burning car. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Great story. Even though I yeah. think the uh, rescue is more than capable of putting out a car fire. It probably but it is not it. the right yeah. tool for the right job. <laughs> it was the old rescue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Black magic to start that pump. Letting <laughs> <laughs> fairies black magic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he used exhaust to prime it. Right. So black. Yeah. Excellent. Oh. And that's all we've got time for tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We've been in the old day. Oh, is that, oh, look at the time. <laughs> uh, we're going to call this one a short one tonight, ladies and gentlemen, with it being Christmas Eve. But thank you very much for tuning in. Um, we appreciate you. Uh, thank you again this year. This is our 20th episode. Uh, we've got one more coming out, which will be out on New Year's Eve. Um, again, we just want to give a big thank you to everyone. We're, uh, we're hoping to have that those 2,000 follows for the Facebook page. Um, we've only been running now since uh, June. June. Is that it? Yeah. June, June. I believe. Yeah. And uh, we've been doing an episode wow. every week since then. So um, we're really looking forward to doing some new stuff in the new year. We've got a whole bunch of video content planned. YouTube channels we got going to be going live. I've got a whole bunch of video content planned. <laughs> Scott's just looking around going, ah. <laughs> um, yeah, we've we've got a lot we've got a lot planned for the new year. More competitions, some merchandise stuff coming. Um, just you know, if you know people that would get something out of this, um, then. Please send them the links, share the page, 
get them listening and get interacting because we want to hear from you you know we every week we try and come up with something a little bit uh a little bit with some information something that's going to give you something um that we can discuss at the same time and learn something from too and uh if you've got situations or scenarios or something you just want to run by us feel free to ask please just drop us a message on uh, on facebook and we'll bring it up in an episode and uh yeah we'll, we'll talk about it from there and you know even if you want to come on we're more than happy to get you on over the phone or through skype or whatever and we can have a chat with you and unless you're weird <laughs> yeah, we might have to have a bit of a screening process. We we have had a couple of people that have reached out that want to do a bit of a collab. So yes. I think maybe in the new year that's something that we can look at. Absolutely. And they don't seem weird. Yeah, those guys seem pretty all right. So <laughs> yeah. So if you seem all right, might be on Draw us a line. <clears throat> Absolutely. Ash, Merry Christmas, Rob. Merry Christmas, Kev. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Scott. If you're the elderly and you're crossing a street, watch for reindeer. There's a song I heard once. <laughs> Old people getting run over. Oh. Merry Christmas. Would you take the rescue truck to that call? <laughs> <laughs> and a butcher, bro. <laughs> Chop the reindeer up. Oh, not grandma. Not grandma. <laughs> not the, the reindeer. <laughs> and Mr. Spence. Merry Christmas, Carl. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Good night.